whoever's with us, hello. Uh, thank you guys for for hanging in. It's been a uh, it's been an unusual unusual day, and and uh, I, I feel lucky to be able to be here with you, Ange. I've been. I feel lucky too, and also I feel lucky too to also be in the presence of bucket hats. Brought to you by 1999. So uh, um, I'm glad you're bringing them back. I'm glad they still serve a purpose. Um, <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's pretty amazing, Ben. It's pretty. Is it shady in that room? You got it's a lot of sunshine. <laughs> uh, for for the record, I, I've been in the sun, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, our our cousin played tennis uh, this evening. And, yes, and, shout out to Willa. Yes, shout out to to Willa with the huge victory tonight. Um, it was an amazing match, and uh, she is in the finals of the state tomorrow. Uh, go Indians! Um, I, I I know you were like Mister Everything at Thomas Bennett. Do you do you remember that? What? <laughs> um, I, I don't know if that's the technical term for it. Um, I was definitely, we, we both have been a part of state championship tennis teams my freshman year. Although I didn't play, I was like a seventh player. Like my, I don't want to say my skills were used the year that we won, but my spirit was. <laughs> I'm really good at being on teams that win, but not contributing to yes. the win. Yes. I'm, really good. I'm really good at coming in second. Like my, <laughs> sophomore and junior year came in second both times and i'm a great second place you know what i great. and i contributed that year if well, that says anything well let me tell you one thing andy you are you're a number one in my book ben thank you i think you're saying that because we're an hour late for this podcast <laughs> but thank you but thank you that yes sentiments noted bucket hat noticed so this is great um also, yeah. i feel like most fuzzy. Do I look fuzzy? No, you look you look fine. Uh, if you if you're with us live, every uh, please say hello. We're gonna we're gonna need some some interaction today. I feel like um, <laughs> we've we've got uh, we've got two we've got two questions that came in during the week. Uh, for those who don't know, this is our diabetes live Q and A show with Andy. Um, we are here to answer all of your. Uh, <laughs> we are live. Yes, um, we are. I'll go ahead and put this up. Um, so Andy can see it. We are live. This is Juana. This we are live. We are w- welcome. Welcome to real life. Yes, with, this with is the Rogers. This is happening <laughs> right now. Um, this is happening as uh, uh, as you as you say that. Um, but yeah, so so this is our our live Q and A show uh, for for diabetes. All questions uh, regarding type one and type two. Um, and, and man, Andy, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you being here. Uh, the people who are with us live, I'm thankful for you guys. Uh, so please, uh, uh, yes, just to, yes, we're serious. This is totally live. <laughs> Linda, we're live. This is happening. Yeah, this is happening. This live is to you in front of a live studio audience. Yes, this, this is live. And I hope everybody can see us, uh, and can hear us. Um, but but anyways, shall we get into the first question? Let's go for it. Okay, I, I'm not going to put it up because I uh, did not was not able to to type it in here. But uh, this came through email, and and if you do have a uh, a question, I encourage everybody to to either put it in the comments tonight or uh, email us at uh, ben at performancemedicine.net. We'll get to it next week. Um, okay, so the first question is: What is the difference between the A1C and the HbA1c. The H, sorry, Ben, you froze on me. The, the, the HbA1c or the HgBa1c? 
probably that one. I think it's the hemoglobin A1C versus the A1C. It's the same thing. Okay. Same exact. That's a good question though, because when you see those labs come back, um, so A1C hemoglobin is, it's it's hemoglobin means a red blood cell. So hemoglobin A1C and A1C people just shorten it. A1C though, it's important to know what that means. That is a particular portion on the red blood cell on the hemoglobin that the sugar sticks to. So that it's glycosylated there. So if you look at it on a microscope, it looks like little ice picks that stick on that particular portion. And they tell and how the A1C is measured is in a percentage of that little circle on the hemoglobin that's covered in glucose. So that's how you get the 5%, 6%, 11%. The lower, the better. But HGB, A1C, and A1C are the same thing. That's a good question. That, that is a good question because you hear those terms tossed around a lot. So, Or and, and, and could they mean something different? Like I could see that to where that can be confused and mean something different or if A1C is a different part of the body. But HGB, hemoglobin, A1C, and A1C, same thing. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. And the next question we did not get to last week, and I'm going to find it right here. It is, um, could you comment on the dawning phenomena? Dawning, D-A-W-N-A-N-I-N-G? Are you spelling supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? These lies. These lives are really exposing my my illiteracy. <laughs> ben, you look the part. I know. Saying, you look the part. You're really pretty, okay? So you agree. You think you're really pretty. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that's I I know what you're saying. So there's um something called the Don phenomenon, and there's something called um the Samoyji uh Samoyji effect. So those are two actually if we have a pin here. Uh, oh, okay. I'll draw this out for you. So these are two different ways that basically you wake up in the morning with high blood sugar. That's the short answer is what that means is I'm waking up in the morning to high blood sugar and you want to know why. So dawn phenomenon means that as you naturally go up, so it's the difference between this and this. Okay. Difference is here. So if everybody can see that, that Right there, dawn phenomenon. Oh, this is hard to do backwards. Dawn phenomenon. So in the morning, you wake up and you naturally have uppers that get you up. You have a cortisol and glucagon release from your body to naturally say, hey, Andy, wake up. That's the dawn. It gets its morning blood sugar usually goes up a little bit. Um, if you don't have counter-regulatory insulin to bring it down, then you'll have high blood sugar in the morning. So patients with diabetes can have high blood sugar due to just the natural going, uh, just getting up in the morning. The treatment for that is to increase your basal insulin or to increase your glucose management with what you're doing. And it makes a huge difference between Samoyji effect, which is this one right here. So notice right here that you were just going up in sugar in the morning as we go up. It's going to be easier if I do this. You go up in the sugar in the morning. So increase of uh, counter-regulatory hormones to insulin. This one, you actually have a low blood sugar, and then your body responds with other counter-regulatory hormones to bring it up. So you've got to do a 2 to 3 a.m. check. That's how you know the difference. Because if you just wake up with high blood sugars and don't check in the middle of the night to know what's causing it, then if you increase your basal insulin, then you have the Samoyji effect and not the Dawn phenomenon, 
then you're going to have low blood sugar in the middle of the night. Does that make sense? Or is that really confusing? Um, that, I'll, I'll be honest. Ben, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Dawn phenomenon is the fourth book in the Twilight series <laughs> where, <laughs> where they break Dawn with, um, now whatever you're, her name is, Bella and the Vampire. I forget his name. Now you're talking my language. Um, the way so the the way I understand it is, um, there is, I kind of thought of cortisol levels. You want them cortisol. to be okay. You you want your cortisol to be higher in the morning, lower at night. Yes. Okay. So it goes up to get you up in the morning. It goes up during the night to say, "Hey Ben, wake up." But if you have diabetes and you have cortisol going up and glucagon going up these uppers to say, make sugar, do something, and you don't have insulin to counterbalance it, then you end up with a high blood sugar. That's what Dawn phenomenon is. So so what do you do for that? Like, is- so You have to change your regimen. You have to change your glucose management. That's how you do it. So you either increase the insulin you're taking or, or increase some of the... Um, anti-hyperglycemics, your ozempics, your metformins in order to counteract that. But it's important to know that it's different than Samoyji effect. Because if it's Samoyji effect, where you're having a low blood sugar and your body responds to it to go up, and then you increase all your stuff to lower your blood sugar, you're going to get really, really low. Does that make sense? Yes. And and one asks a good question. Is that So do you need to wake up in the middle of the night in order to Yes, that's yes. So on it, yes, you wake up in the middle of the night, you can set alarms to say, okay, I'm waking up in the morning with high blood sugar for a week in a row. And I don't know why do I increase my insulin? Wake up in the middle of the night, check your blood sugar at 2am. If it's high or increasing, that means that it's Don phenomenon. If it's low, it's Samoyji effects. You actually have to lower your basal insulin or lower your glucose management materials. But I will say that's where a CGM comes in handy, the continuous glucose monitoring, because you get to see what those trends look like. It'll do the trends for you. And so you get to look and see a graph. And the graph will look like this or it'll look like this. It'll look like one or the other. Interesting. And I, I got to yeah. put this up because, um, first of all, I love Nate. And, and I agree with <laughs> I agree with you, Nate. Um, <laughs> Dr. Aquino, um, I hope to learn from you. Okay. We know that if anybody's giving a board review, it's you and I'll, I'll pay for that class. Exactly. You know what? I I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) I love Nate. I'm so so glad he's here. That, that just makes, that makes my night. Ben, uh, that's who we're going to be working for when, when he's ready. There is no question. When he wants to have his performance medicine kids, there is, there is no question about that. And I, I got to put this up as well. Nancy, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we need, you know, we need that. We, 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 I, I like affirmation and, uh, you know, and, and thank you for that, Nancy. And, and I, I really do appreciate, appreciate that. Tracy, yes, what's going so on? Nice. Thank you for, yes. for hanging out with us tonight. Um, I'm so glad people are here hanging out with us. This makes it so much fun. Um, you know, Dr. Kino, we love you, man. Thank you for, for being here. Juana, thank you for the questions. Um, and, and, and yes, to, um, to answer Linda's question, Willa did win today. She won seven, six and the third. Uh, she is in the finals of state tomorrow. Uh, so we are, uh, we are excited about that. Uh, Adrian from YouTube. What's up? Uh, how you doing? Uh, I wish we you could go to Brazil. To Brazil. 
Okay, is everybody on right now? Oh yeah, my God, we this got, is awesome. We got people with us. If you if you have a, a question or two for Andy, go ahead and uh, put this it in the comments. This is awesome. Yeah. We're, we, you know, so, sometimes they feel like Ben lies to me and it's like, oh yeah, people are watching the show and, and then I'm just here, you know? <laughs> I don't know any of this stuff. You know, I'm just, uh, I, I yeah. don't know. Ben keeps me in the dark. So sometimes I feel like all this stuff is fake. <laughs> And guys, we're just doing this for kicks and giggles. It, guys, if you are with us, if you are with us live, say hello to Andy. He 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 needs to know that you guys are here because he doesn't believe me. See, Katie's with us. Oh my god, Katie's with it, us live right now. <laughs> Katie, what's going on? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Katie is in the house. She's guys, in the house. Yes. And uh, uh, okay, it looks like we got uh, a question here, Kathy. Uh, I just got on now. So what do you mean about Don Phenomenon? That's me in the mornings. When I start eating it, it stabilizes. Is that kind of what, yeah. what you're saying, Ange? Oh, look. It yeah. Lo <laughs> you there? Sorry, Ben. Yeah, I, yeah, you cut out on me. You sounded like a robot. Oh, I'm sorry. I, can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, you just, you're, <laughs> you're cutting in and out so hard. So hard. I think it's that hotel room. <laughs> I but I but if you, I I can't really hear you, but I did see the question, so I'll go ahead and answer it. Maybe you'll come back in. Um, so yes, in answer to your question, what do you do about Don phenomenon? So if you keep going up in the morning, this is such a lame chart. But if you keep going up in the morning, you got to fix you got to fix your um, your basal insulin usually, or increase whatever management you're doing for your type two diabetes, whether if that's insulin, whether that's Ozempic metformin. You have to increase your medications because you're having you're not having enough insulin activity to counteract the Don phenomenon. But it's the other effect of having morning hyperglycemia, morning high blood sugars, is from a low. So if you have that Samoyji and you check at two in the morning or see on your CGM that it's low, you've got to decrease your stuff because then it allows uh, metformin. So you would go up on metformin. If that's what's happening or two, I would f figure out what you're eating. If you're eating late at night or eating even at like seven or eight and you're having some foods that are uh, a little bit higher on the glycemic index or even the glycemic load, um, stuff that uh, metabolize or even two, I'm thinking like pizza, pizza metabolizes later, bread, bread metabolizes later. So you can feel like you're covering for what you're eating at night, but really you wake up with the uh, effects of it. That does actually, that make sense? Th that does. Can you see me now? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Loud and clear. Bright okay. and orange. And Nancy has a question. She asks, so if I'm a type 2 and my numbers are higher in the early morning, like 6 a.m., what do I do? These are great questions. Yeah. These are awesome. And Ben, you're not making these questions up? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nancy awesome. is asking this question Nancy's right in the house. Nancy, Nancy is in the yes. house. Thank God we're not alone. We're not alone. And neither are you, Nancy. Welcome to the Rogers family. We're now getting the Disney Channel. Uh, <laughs> so if your numbers are higher in the early morning, like 6 a.m., um, I would say that that's going to be, in your on medication, it's going to be an optimization of your medication regimen. So if you're on metformin, like Kathy, like I would increase your metformin. I would increase the medications that are tolerable to counteract that. It means that we're not attacking the insulin resistance like we can. Still, I would see what your numbers are doing at one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock, just to make sure. Especially that's most important if you're on insulin management. 
should change my vent warm amount and timing. Yeah, you can you can absolutely change the amount and the timing. Metformin, it's dosed twice a day. It can be dosed once a day, 500 milligrams, up to 500 milligrams twice, two twice a day. So it goes up to 2,000. So you can even take it at night too. So I, I like doing one in the morning, one at night, or then two in the morning, one at night, two in the morning, two at night. Um, that way you kind of get the effects of the big one eyed, uh, for a stronger and longer duration period. Cool. And yeah, but, but check too. check in the morning. If it's just metformin, then you're probably fine. If it's insulin, you got to check in the two, two to 3 AM range. Cause that could be some moji. And sometimes I've seen it to where you increase your insulin at night and you think you're doing the right thing by waking up with lower blood sugar, you'll wake up with higher and you'll drop in the middle of the night. You're good. Yes. So that's good, Nancy. Yep. I would say that you're good with increasing the metformin. There's low risk of low blood sugar with metformin. Cool. Cool. And I got uh, a comment here from Kathy. Uh, peanut butter sometimes helps her uh, yep. get through the night. It's got, so that's the reason why it does that, Kathy, it's got fat in it. So fats help rel uh prolong the release of sugar. So whenever we treat kids with type one diabetes and you don't want them to go low in the middle of the night, peanut butter is awesome. Chocolate milk is awesome because it has sugar and it has a base. It has milk, it has uh, fats, and that prevents the really quick breakdown of sugar and lets you stay, prevent lows all night. That's good. Peanut butter is a great snack for that. And I just want to put this up because, first of all, what's up, Robin? Thank you for hanging out. Robin's in the house. Robin is in the house. Yes, and, yes. And, and Robin is a fan of the hat, which I, I feel like, you know, it's like a 50-50 in the, in the comments here about my hat. <laughs> uh, so, Robin, I'm glad. I'm, uh, thank you. I, I needed that. I, ben, need I don't know if you're from the movie 10 Things I Hate About You or if you're about to be a part of the group Crisscross. I don't know what's happening. Literally, the last time I had a bucket hat, I was watching you play tennis in San Francisco when you were 12 and I was eight. I remember that. Looking at all the men in San Francisco and wondering, hmm, I wonder, I wonder. <laughs> I'm only eight, but I wonder. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, Tracy here has a question. Um, are there benefits to taking metformin if you don't have diabetes? Example, help with ketosis. Yes, metformin is awesome. So metformin can be used outside of type two, technical type two diabetes. It's actually there's a great book on it. I'll have to I'll have to put it out in the group at some point because Dad's read a book about the miracles of metformin. Uh, they say it's one of the greatest drugs ever invented because the biquinide class is actually a really big anti-inflammatory drug. So a lot of integrative health practitioners, their patients, and the practitioners themselves will take a 500 milligram of metformin every day for anti-aging. So it's big in that integrative health world. As long as you can tolerate it, sometimes metformin has that GI distress, but that would be a benefit for sure. If you can't handle metformin or like prefer the naturals, then berberine is that ancient Chinese herb that acts like a big one. I'd like metformin. And I kind of compare those one-to-one. -one. So you can take one berberine or take a metformin. Metformin is just going to be more potent. Yeah, the, 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 the one thing I hear a lot about with metformin is that it is tough to tolerate. It's tough on your stomach. Um, but, but man, we, I, I think we had a, a doctor's note on metformin, and, and uh, we, we titled it the miracle drug um, because, you know, it's, it's, it's that sort of thing for anti-aging. 
Uh, uh, that's a great question, Tracy. And two, in helping with ketosis. So ketosis is decreasing your carbs to a, such a low amount, usually below 20, a negligible carb amount to where you're burning fats for energy and not carbs. And the breakdown of fats is ketones. So that's for ketosis. So metformin can be an added benefit to where you're working on insulin resistance by nutrition, by eating very little carbs and you're taking a prescription medication, a big one eye that sensitizes insulin as well. So I absolutely see that where that'd be helpful. Super cool. And there's not the, the only, and I see like, if, why should I take a medication or should I not? What's the risk benefit? The risk is always kidney health with metformin. So you want to clear a complete metabolic panel and look at your creatinine and make sure that you have a, you're, you're not having acute kidney disease. Most people aren't, so you'd be fine. So yes, come in. Yes, yes. Um, Sue, what's going on? Sue is here. Uh, I'll just say, guys, if you are watching live, say hello. Cause I gotta, I gotta convince Andy that people are watching. No, I literally think it's just me and you in the room. It's just like hanging out. Sue, I appreciate you being there. I, and Robin, I can't wait for the Robin Riddle show. I can't either. You. I can't. She you has no idea. The, no the Robin, the Robin Riddle show is already, it's sketched out and, oh my God. and it is, it's, it is ready. Ben's wrote the theme song too. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, no, we, we'd have to get Brad to write the theme song. We're going to get Brad. I would raise my eyebrows right now, but I'm a month into Botox and I can't show my emotion. One thing that, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> some, some people in here have, have heard us talk about uh, preventative Botox for myself. And, and, and I have, have not hopped on that train yet. And, 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 and it's just waiting for you right there. You, 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 you work in the office, Ben. You can just go downstairs. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> just do it. It's like, it's like you work at Whole Foods, but you don't eat any of their food. I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't get it. Hey, you, I, at, you work at Whole Foods, but yeah, you, you shop at the dumpster down the street. I mean, and, and, you know, Katie says, <laughs> I can't get it with that hat. Yes, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, okay, so we got we got a question here from Nancy. This is a good one. Uh, if I have a GP, can I still come into PM for more diabetic help? Uh, kind of talk about how you approach diabetes for people who already are seeing an endocrinologist or uh, or their GP. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, having more hands on deck for any sort of chronic illness or metabolic illness, I think, is great and kind of. Uh, performance medicine we think outside the box not that gps dad was a gp for a long time before going into integrative health and he incorporates a lot of traditional practice with integrative and functional medicine the answer the short answer to that is absolutely yes we would love to see you and uh, we have time to kind of sit down and educate and i find that with diabetes i've had patients come in and just say explain to me what these medications do and why i'm on them um and then that kind of helps you have informed consent for okay i find the most benefit with these particular medicines here's what it's doing here's what i can expect with results and what do those results mean um so we can we have time to sit down and go over all those um and two i never want to step on anybody else's toes with changing up medications but there are some that i think in the diabetes realm that I don't think are very good and are potentially unsafe. And so those would be ones that I'd say, cut those out and try something different. I would say the hardest part too about diabetes management sometimes is some of the better drugs are sometimes hard to get covered. And that's yeah. what, there's a misnomer. It's getting better coverage for a lot of the better ones, but that's where people get a little bit scared to do that. And, uh, yeah. And, and I, yeah. And, and she made a comment saying, I'm not sure I'm getting what I need. And I think that's, that's a common uh, complaint that we get. And 
uh, I, I wonder like how like how do you how do you know if you're getting what you need uh, as a patient going into to see a general practitioner or going in to see an endo? Um, you know, I, I think that's kind of the point of this show is to make sure people have the tools so that, you know, when they go in, they know the questions to ask, they know the tests that they need run, et cetera. Yeah. That's, these are really good questions. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, if you're not sure about getting what you need, A1C is important, but um, it depends on how aggressive you want to be with your management too. You can get all the tools in the world that you want if that's something that you're willing to do. Every patient could be on a continuous glucose monitoring system. Every patient could be on a form of metformin plus the best of the GLP-1s. And every patient could be doing intermittent fasting with a more ketosis or very low-carb nutrition plan. Um, But it depends on what's feasible for your lifestyle. And so the way we approach it is, how do we tailor an approach to your lifestyle with some of the best medications that are out there? So uh, if you're approaching your GP, I'd, I'd ask the questions, are these the best medications out there on the market? What are the best ones? And the results are going to be the ones that have low risk of hypoglycemia or low risk of low blood sugar that are going to be weight loss or at least weight neutral at the very least because most of type 2 diabetes deals with some sort of weight component and ones that are going to bring down or lower your a1c and lowering your a1c means that you're sensitizing insulin and you're getting glucose out of the vessel so that's how and i I'd say exactly those things. I think they'd be very impressed if you brought that in. And my answer to those, just so that you can bring those in to your GP and say, these are the medications I want to be on. My top three would be metformin. That's first and foremost, at least in some form of it, if you can tolerate it. Uh, a GLP-1 like Ozempic, like Victoza, like Sexinda, um, and an SGLT-2. Those are the uh, Farsigas, Jardians. Those are ones that work on your kidneys, all, all three of which have been shown to help out with, or at least uh, SGLT-2s and GLP-1s have been shown to help out with cardiovascular uh, risk. They, uh, they have a mechanism for lowering the preload. I need to double check on what that is, but they have cardio indications, which means they're great drugs to be on. Super cool. That's actually great info there. I hope that helps, Nancy. Um, and, and Kathy has a, a question here. Uh, can you take the berberine along with metformin like at, like at night? Yeah. Man, these are good. Kathy with the way. Yes. Kathy, thank you for this. Yeah. Thank you for these questions. These questions Nancy, are amazing. Kathy, Tracy, these are awesome. Uh, yes, you can. I treat berberine like metformin. I'd say if you put apples to apples, berberine or metformin is going to be a little bit stronger than berberine, uh, but you can absolutely add that to it um, and just see how you do with your blood sugars. Um, it, both have a lower risk of hypoglycemia. I think you're absolutely able to add those. Okay, and cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, Kathy. Yes. yes. And I, I will put this up here just so Andy can see, are we hiring? Uh, I like your approach. Well, thank you for that, Rochelle. Um, yes. Yes, we are. You can. Uh, yes, we're always hiring. <laughs> we we are we're growing rapidly and, and we're excited about uh, these these next couple offices that we're opening up and and the offices that we currently have are growing. Uh, so you can send uh, send send any of your information to info at performance medicine dot net. 
uh, anybody who's interested in being interested in being part of our team, uh, we have a, a, a great Please. team. And, yes, and a- we're we're always we're always expanding, always growing. We're in the East Tennessee area, but um, even if we don't have a particular position now, we always like keeping the we like keeping a good Rolodex and people that are interested. Yep. And yep. two, come in and spending time with us. Come and see what we do. We think we're really funny. I mean, that's the beauty. It's you know when you're an ugly baby, but your mama tells you you're pretty. I you think you're pretty. I think we're hilarious. I think that, I think that was me. I, I think, think that was me. Mom just kept telling me I was pretty. I wasn't. I, <laughs> I really believed. I really believed it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, uh, uh, Rochelle, go ahead and, and send send in some information to Andy. Uh, Andy yeah. at performancemedicine.net. Uh, send it on. We mid levels for the win. Gotta love the mid levels. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, let's get to a question here. Uh, oh, Candy, we love you too. Uh, we love you as well. Um, okay, let's see here. We got a question. I missed it. Uh, let's see here. All right, is the question uh, where are you going to get more sweaters when the circus runs out of town? <laughs> <laughs> um, I love my sweaters, <laughs> just like I love my hat. Yeah, the hat loves you, Ben. It sure does. Sure does. <laughs> Just hanging on for dear life up there. <laughs> you in the gap. Be better than the gap, Andy. <laughs> that is a what is that from? Crazy stupid. Crazy smart, stupid love. Crazy stupid love. Yes, Steve Carell. You're, you're better than the gap. Be better than the gap. <laughs> I love the gap. I love the gap. I got nothing against the gap. I like Old Navy. I like Gap. Uh, Abercrombie. I feel like Abercrombie's old news. That's old news now. That's old news. They yeah, they got a bit. Sorry, Sue. I I do see your question, Sue. I'm so sorry. Let, let's right let's there. get to because they might not think we're funny at all. So we need to. I know. I know. We need it's, to. We need it. to. We need to answer these questions because these are amazing questions. Yeah. Okay. So uh, is Janubia good to take with metformin? My short. I keep saying my short answer. Sure. Yes. I don't think it's a bad thing to add. It's not my first choice to add. So Genuvia, for those who are unfamiliar with that drug, it is a DPP4 and DPP4 inhibitor. So it inhibits the breakdown of GLP-1, this drug that we talk about all the time. GLP-1, this is a lot of words and a lot of letters. GLP-1 is the guru it's it's um sensitizes insulin it directs traffic going through your gut um it's a big gut incretin it's part of the incretin family and it's important for insulin sensitization and glucose management and and weight too genuvia prevents the breakdown unlike drugs like ozempic victoza sexinda they give you more an agonized glp1 so is it good to take with metformin absolutely it's not going to hurt it's only going to help i think that adding ozempic i think would be better but uh genuvia is a pill everyday pill version while ozempic is a once weekly injection so some people are opposed to injection therapy um, although there's rebelsis there's a pill version of a glp1 called rebelsis but that's a good question that is a good answer question. is yes there are others that are better but that's an important thing if you were to take that to your gp saying hey is this good to take why it makes it allows you to have more glp1 prevents the breakdown great question there thank you for that sue um and yes, to, Tracy, going back to that they have um uh with genuvia metformin there's janumet there's a combination so you can get two for one what was that last one janumet 
Genumet. So there is a Genuvia metformin combination. There's a lot of combo drugs out there with metformin. So you get, I know a good mental health. Yes. Um, listen, can I be that first patient? <laughs> yes. Being in the Rogers family, we need help. You've seen it. So yes. Yes. Tracy, we, need Tracy, we love you. Thank you for being yes, here. Yes, Tracy, we need you. <laughs> we need you. We need you. Uh, and then, you know, I agree. Kathy, I, I feel like, you know, a little frickin' frack here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you frick or are you frack? <laughs> I don't know which one I am. I, I don't know. I don't I, know. I'd be, I'd be frick, I think. Frickin' frack. Yeah, I, definitely. I got the teeth. I feel like my teeth are frack teeth, you know? <laughs> frickin' frack. <laughs> All right, so ben, Nancy's and- asked us, uh, what about Actos? So Actos. Actos and Avandia. These are part of the... Uh, TZD class of drugs, and those those went out of style for a while. There is a um, there was a study I forget what year, but it was with oh I forget if it was with Actos or Avandia. One of those um, hurt your heart and gave uh, I think increased congestive heart failure. I will double check on that and put that on on the page, but, uh, those aren't normally my go-tos. That was just a different way to, uh, help lower your glucose management. I believe it was with skeletal muscle uptake of glucose is how TZDs work. Um, not my first go-to, not bad though. Those are kind of coming back into fashion. Interesting. Super yeah, cool. But, Thank you for yeah. that. you we have talked about almost every single class of drugs, which is awesome. We've talked about DPP-4s, metformin. We've talked about GLP-1s, insulin. We've talked about SGLT-2s, TZDs. The only other one we haven't talked about is sulfonylureas. So if you see something like glamipiride or glipizide, those are, they call them secretagogues, and they squeeze more insulin out of your pancreas. I would say of all the drugs, those would be the ones not to use. Those are going to make you gain weight, and those are uh, going to exhaust your pancreas. So um, the question would be, why, why would they still be on it, that sort of thing? Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, th- that, I would say... If it's doing anything for your A1C, if your A1C is in control, your glucose is still great and you're nice and have like a nice flat line and there's not any issues, um, then it's not a bad one to be on. But there's just other ones. If you feel like weight is an issue with your diabetes, there's better drugs to be on. If you still feel like you're not at goal with what you're checking on your blood sugars or what you see on your three to six month A1C checks, then that's not a drug that's going to make a huge impact. And it's too, it's not providing another benefit. I always think GLP-1s provide a cardiovascular benefit and so does SGLT-2s. SGLT-2s are actually helping out with your kidneys too. So I feel like I would have, I would trade that Actos out and put Farsiga on at least. Um, All right. It is about that time of the show where we're going to do a quick little drawing here. Uh, I want to remind everybody that uh, my man here also has this, um, Andy and the Beats. Andy and the Beats. Andy and the Beats, by yes. A- Andy Rogers. And and uh, what what we do here on this show is we are, we are giving away uh, a signed copy of the Andy and the Beats book. Um, Andy, you want to make just a quick comment about the book uh, for those who are just joining us for the first time? Uh, yes. So Andy and the Beats, it's um, it's a 10-year project in the making. Um, this is a book, a children's book version of a musical that I wrote in college um, that tells the story of a young boy being diagnosed with diabetes through the lens of fantasy. It's his way of coping with the, uh, a chronic illness uh, 
that has not been cured yet. So it's his search and his journey to find a cure for diabetes. So you can kind of guess what the ending might be, but it's a story about persistence and patience and hope um, in the midst of tragedy like that. It's a very type one diabetes centric book, but it teaches kids a lot about how to be patient with something that you don't really understand. Lots of like lots of life lessons in there. And and for one, you know, as your brother, man, I'm super proud of you. I'm really proud of this book. I will write a book about you someday, Ben. I promise. This one was really my sister and I both have type one and Ben did make the comment that he didn't make it into the book. And so it wasn't Ben Ben in the beats. It was Andy in the beats. <laughs> and Kelly he, was in it. <laughs> and you know what? And that that's okay. Like it, you know, you and you and Kelly are are are, are just amazing. And the way you guys have uh, approached diabetes is so inspiring for not only me, but for everybody else around you. And, uh, and man, this book is just amazing. It's so cool. Um, and I can't wait for, for people to get it. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it in any one of our offices. And, and like I said, on this show, we we're going to give away, we do a drawing. So uh, the way we have done it tonight, uh, we've been taking notes on everybody who's commented so that we know that you're here and um, and you know, if you, if you haven't placed a comment and are here and want to be in the drawing, uh, go ahead and put it in your, put it, put a comment, say hello to Andy. Um, and we're going to do a quick drawing and, uh, we're going to give out a free book. Um, we ready to roll. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, uh, it is, in, it's in my hat. Um, so there we go. Oh, Rochelle, I'm also seeing that comment congestive heart failure. Thank you for that, for TCBs. That's awesome. I didn't know I could see the comments over here. All right, let's see here. Oh, I think Linda already has one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Linda, Linda, you are you are a winner. Uh, I'm assuming you have a copy. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out one more name if that's okay with you, Linda. Uh, let's see here. Let's get one more. Oh, sweet. Tracy Hall. Yes, Tracy, Tracy Hall. You, you have yourself uh, you have yourself a free copy of the Andy and the Beats book. Um, signed, I hope. Um, yes. And, okay, good. Thank you. Uh, Linda did have a copy of the book. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Tracy, I'm excited for you to have the Beats. If you have anybody with diabetes in your life, um, you can share it with them or hang on to it. You never know what's going to happen with the beats. You never, you never, you never know. And Faith, thank you so much. We love you so much. And thank Faith, you for cousin Faith. Thank you for being uh, here. Yes. Uh, we got to, we got to get you a book. We got to get you a book. Um, Andy Faith, and the I'm beats. I'm sending you a book. I'm sending you a book, Faith. I miss you. And Tracy, you are you are the 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 proud new owner of a of an Andy and the Beats book tonight. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh, let's see. Thank you, Sue. What are we doing here? Um, uh, Tracy, we need to know what, what uh, office you're closest to. If you can send us a message, let us know what you're closest to, and we'll reach out to you and get that book to you. Uh, yeah, we'll, get, we'll, we'll take care of that. Guys, this has been amazing. Andy, thank you so much. Uh, to all the people who are with us tonight, uh, this has been so much fun for us. Andy. This has been this has been fun. Like, seriously, yeah, I've had a good time. I'm I've not had, lying. I'm not lying. You can't tell, but can't, I'm not lying. You can't tell. Uh, you can't, can't tell. see the line, can you, Russ? There's, there's, the there's line. no lines. There's no lines. <laughs> ben, I am writing a book about you. It's called Ben Gets Botox. Ben Gets Botox. Okay, Tracy, uh, Kingsport, gotcha. 
we will we will take care of that if you ever uh, what you will need to do is what I'm hearing is you'll need to come to the office next time you're there come to the office it'll be there waiting for you um, and maybe even Andy will be there too to 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 give you a hug with the book who knows yes yes who, I who will I'll sing a song I'll sing a song <laughs> it's gonna be great guys it's be great. I, I love all of you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, what, do we know what when, when our next show is? Are we going Thursdays? We're going Thursdays. Thursdays. We're going live on Thursdays. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys like the Thursday? Uh, those who are with us, we're gonna go. We're gonna choose to go Thursday. We're gonna go Thursday uh, at five forty-five. I made that up. I have no idea if that's where we can do it. Um, follow us on Facebook. Uh, you'll get a notification because we're obviously way late tonight. Uh, but we're, we'll be back next Thursday. We're going to be doing this uh, every Thursday, the live diabetes Q&A show. Q and a show. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm flustering this, this, uh, this outro, man. <laughs> the Q and show. I'll, the Q and show. I'll turn into the Q and show. The Q and show. The yeah. frickin' frack show. I the frickin' frack show is funny. I loved the Jen and Ben show. I thought that was good. The Jen and Ben show. Yeah. You know what? I loved the Jen and Ben show, and uh, we get we had so much fun in the morning. Uh, that was a blast. We'll have to bring that back. I'm um, just glad that people are here. You know, there is a scene from Wet Hot American Summer where the kid's speaking on the radio, but it doesn't, it's not connected to anything. He's talking to himself all summer. It's what I thought was happening. So this is good. So guys, <laughs> guys, good. invite your friends. Uh, if, if you know anyone, <laughs> if you know anyone that has type one or type two diabetes, uh, this information, as you can see, is super valuable. Like this is a lot of fun. Andy will answer any of your questions. Uh, we're trying to to really dive into this community and 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 help out in any way that we can, and uh, and we're gonna have a blast doing it. We're gonna make some bad jokes, and uh, just in, in, enjoy our time together with you guys. Um, but with that, we're gonna sign off. Um, the Diabetes Q and A show. That's that's what this is. Next Thursday, come hang out with us. We love each and every one of you. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Don't go away Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.